Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're home for everything, Melodifestivalen. This is Melfest Monday. Hello and welcome to a brand new series of Melfest Monday from us here at the Eurotrip. Europe's favourite national selection show is just around the corner and for the fourth year in a row we are bringing you a weekly series which takes you closer to Melody Festivalen in Sweden. It's just me, James, with you for Melfest Monday this year, so I'd love it if you spent the next few weeks by my side as we travel through Mellow together. Uh, Rob will be popping up every now and again as he, like me, has been chatting to some of the class of this year's competition. We'll be hearing from one or two of the artists every single week to get to know them a little bit better and to find out why they're in Melfest this year. This week, I'm pleased to say we'll hear from Smash Into Pieces as they return just 12 months after their debut and an incredible third place in the final. Not only that, but each week we'll also be welcoming some of Sweden's best journalists who can give us the inside line on what to expect as Sweden hopes to become the first country since Ireland back in the 1990s to win the Eurovision Song Contest back to back. This week, we will focus in on semi-final number one, but not before we get an overview on the whole competition. Who are the standout artists? Who is the presenter? And can anybody explain the new format of the show? So we've got all that and more still to come. When you aren't listening, find us on social media. 
at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So then, your seven Mondays in a row of chatting all about Melfest begin right now. Uh, shall we introduce the panel we've got? Uh, we've got a star-studded panel, uh, three members of the panel this week to kick off. Uh, it wouldn't be Melfest Monday without uh, a journalist from Sweden's leading daily newspaper, Atten Blad. Welcome, Toby Ek. Thank you very much. Love it to be here again. Nice to have you. It also wouldn't be Belfast Monday uh, without someone who has been the voice of the last three uh, grand finals of Melody Festival. And from Swedish radio, it's Bella Christ. Woo! Very happy to be back. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, making her debut on the podcast, I'm pleased to say, also from Swedish radio uh, and the host of this year's Melody Festival and uh, Fest on SVT, uh, it's Tina Merifson. Have I said that correctly? I was a bit nervous. You did such a good job. I'm very, very happy with that introduction. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. Uh, yeah, as I say, a star-studded panel uh, because Rob isn't here. So I thought I'd make up the numbers with uh, with three of you instead of two. Uh, where do we begin? Melfest is back. Uh, Tina, we'll go to you first since it's uh, your debut. How excited are you for, for Melfest in just a few days' time? I'm extremely excited. I've been a viewer, of course. Being a music journalist for 10 years, I also do all the sort of I like the nerdy analyzing of everything. These experts, Bella and Tobbe, I have been uh, enjoying their uh, coverage of Melody Festival and for so many years. So to finally be a part of this uh, amazing, but also quite intimidating circus, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's um, it's delightful. But I'm, as I said, I am also quite nervous. Toby, she's going to do a great job, isn't she, in her new role? She will be amazing. We won't accept anything else. Oh, that, that I know. That I know. <laughs> Bella, from, from your point of view, what are you most excited about for, for Melfest this year? Oh, I'd always, this time of year, it's it feels bizarre that it's already back. It was just like a second ago. Um, but I always love the arrival of Melfest. It's the darkest time of the year and you're just sort of slugging around in this snow or whatever we're calling it outside and it's super dark and then we finally get the light and brightness and happiness and joy that comes with Melfest and all the music so I'm super excited about it being back and um, yeah there's some changes going on this year there's some very interesting acts so I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. We will get to the acts in just a moment but you said there's some exciting changes that have been made. Uh, Toby I'm gonna go to you to try and explain <laughs> the the change to the format we've got this year. I feel like we should punish you with this question. <laughs> Absolutely. So instead of having four heats and a second chance show before the final we this year have five heats with six artists competing in each heat. But there is also kind of a second chance event going on right after the fifth heat uh, where we're rounding up. So two songs go straight to the final from each heat. Two is out of the competition and the the two in the middle, uh, the two leftovers will be, uh, they will all be competing again, but not performing their songs again for an Okay, I'm a little bit messed up right now. <laughs> um, so, so, so it's going to be two from each heat. That's 10 songs for the final. And then 
10 songs competing for another two spots in the final uh, in that half an hour uh, special edition prolonged show uh, after the fifth semi. Uh, did that make any sense? I think so. So basically, we're going to have five semifinals instead of four. And at the end of that fifth semifinal, that's when we're going to have this extra half an hour to vote for the other songs to go to the final. Is that right? Exactly. I think it is. Yes. 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 And, and also it's going to be... Uh, the voting... Yes, go on, go on Toby. No, it's, it's, it's going to be a total of 12 songs in the final. And Bella, please explain to me about the voting. <laughs> I don't know why I jumped in there because that's the bit I'm most uncertain about. But the way I've understood it is <clears throat> all of the acts in that sort of the 10 acts remaining after the final, uh, after the fifth heat, uh, will get points distributed according to how many vote- votes they got in the first heats, which will be a thousand points allocated accordingly. And then we'll have another thousand points to uh, allocate with new votes on that day. Uh, Tobias shaking his head. I think it's going to be um, exciting and slightly, we'll just get our head around, heads around it. And I think, yeah. The, the, the thing is, it's a little bit too confusing. Some <laughs> uh, Somehow SVT are just making things weirder and more confusing in how to distribute the points because they, they should really change the voting system. But since they don't want to do that, they're just confusing and mixing it up and making it weirder and weirder by the year. They do this just to annoy you, Toby, I think. I think yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Of, when, course. When you, of course. You whinge about something one year and they think, how can we annoy him the next year? Let's just change something up. I think that's what it is. <laughs> okay, okay. My, my ego is huge. You know that, James, but... It's not that huge so that I would expect SVT to do it just to annoy me, even though it feels like that sometimes. (laughs) Tina, you've been a music journalist for for quite a number of years. Let's chat about some of the artists that really spring out to you uh, as some of the, I don't know, the biggest names, I guess, that are really uh, pricking up your ears. Who are you most excited for? To be honest, so we we have these ones that have been in the competition before. So they're sort of... I think that they are very, very in it to win it. I mean, for example, Danny and Dotter as well, they've both been second, you know, runners up and everything. So so for them, I think there's a there's a really sort of it, it should be at least a lot of energy in their performances and their uh, want to actually win it. Um, but then we also have a lot of debutants. So I think the contrast between these can be quite interesting. It will be interesting to see as well what if the debutants will bring something new to the competition in the sense of what kind of musical direction we will take. Um, so I'm excited to see that. I'm not sure that uh, we'll, we'll get that many big revolutionary changes musically, but I'm excited to see what, they, what the new newbies, if I may, will bring to, to the dynamic of, uh, of the entire show and the songs that compete in the show. Tina, can I ask you, uh, because you're, you're such a great music journalist, but in your new role here, are you allowed to ha- express your views about the songs and the artists? I am not allowed to <laughs> damn, express damn. I was really views. looking forward to that, to that during the shows. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe when someone is not recording anything. No, but 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 in all seriousness, we do have 
me in my new role, I do have a quite important task that I need to be fair to all of the competitors. So, so of course, that is, that is the main issue. It's not about me and my opinions. It's about being fair to everyone. And that is important to me as well, being a, big, being a part of this, of this production this year. Toby, there's your answer. When we stop recording, you two can just carry on chatting and you can get <laughs> Uh, Bella, I think one of the one of the most exciting things this year is that we haven't actually got any Melfest winners in the bunch. So we're, we're going to be guaranteed a new winner, at least, aren't we? Oh, that is exciting. And one of the things I'm looking forward to that Tina mentioned there is all the sort of new flavours coming to the competition, including Iapadunk, which I am very much looking forward to explaining to an international audience. Um, everyone is, yeah. Good luck, me. Um, <laughs> would you would you like to take that opportunity now? You, you feel free. <laughs> oh, I tried before to have a think about it. Um, it's kind of like uh, it's a music genre that's super upbeat and it's kind of I'm looking at my notes. Schlager meets country meets happy hardcore. Um, I'm thinking like I don't know if you remember like LFMFAO party rock. Do you remember that song? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of that vibe in a way, but in a Swedish way. It's all about it comes with the, the Swedish culture of driving cars and specifically uh, teens can drive a type of car that does, can't go very fast. So it's capped at a certain speed. And when they drive these cars, they listen to a this type of genre of music. Did we mention the artist, by the way, for, for that one? I don't think no, we did. No, uh, Fröken Snusk and uh, Lia Larsson, I think, are the ones we're expecting to bring this genre. I am interested to to see how it will actually uh, fare on the Melfest stage because this type of genre is very much the pre-party uh, uh, drinking music and the nightclub wild party music. But will it fit into the arena with balloons and families or will it feel uh, out of place there? So, so, so this is absolutely something that that I am also excited to see how it will kind of fit. Uh, Tina, let me come back to you. Uh, I know you can't express opinions, and I'm not going to ask you to. But in terms of some of these new artists who are making their debut this year, were there any when they were announced you were quite actually surprised to see they were taking part, or were there any that you were actually really pleased they were actually taking their first steps into Melfest this time? I was happy to see Electra. Uh, because I do think that she is a very funny performer. Um, and it's going to be interesting as well to see how she brings her humor into Melfest. And I was not necessarily a newbie in, in, in Melody Festival, in the music, in Swedish music scene, but a newbie when it comes to Melody Festival. And the Melfest is Kim Cesarian. Um, Kim had a very big hit when I started my uh, journalistic career on the Swedish radio with Undressed. And, and, I was quite surprised to see him coming into this sort of musical world because I, I, I did not expect it at all from him. Uh, I felt he was probably, he, and he will probably bring this with him, his more sort of solely uh, sultry, sexy R&B uh, vibe. I hope that he does because that is also a sort of spice in Melfest that we haven't had before. Uh, but I'm not sure that, Again, I'm not. I'm not necessarily sure how that will be uh, perceived or um, embraced by the viewers, because I think our viewers have a very sort of uh, strong opinion uh, about what they think is is Melfest and what the songs should be. Um, so 
I'm very excited to see what happens musically. Toby, often people tend to look at what is going to be the last song that is performed in the last heat or the last semi-final. Often song 28, but song 30 this year, as we have two more songs than we usually do. And that's Medina. Is there anything to look into that they're going to be performing last in the semi-finals? I do think that uh, Karin Gunnarsson, who is the new Christer Björkman, our, uh, our uh, head of competition, uh, I think that she is trying to kind of shake up those old uh, kind of rules about Melfest. So so it's not necessarily uh, the first and the last song in each heat that are the, the, uh, the super favorites to make it through to the final. And with this, I think that Medina is absolutely one of the favorites since they uh, th- they had such a big hit uh, the last time they, they, were, they were in the competition. Uh, I, they were third, right? And they are in it to win it. They would love to go to Eurovision. Uh, but uh, I ha- had it been kind of the, the old system, I would have expected Marcus and Martinus or Danus Saucedo to be artist number 30, since uh, Marcus and Martinus were the runner-ups, runner-ups last year. And Danus Saucedo is kind of the, uh, the, the everlasting runner-up and somebody, some, somebody that is this time really in it to win it. Bella, do you want to pick out any other artists that really jump out at you for, from the list? I feel like there's so many we can talk about. And obviously, we're, we're going to look at every single heat over the next few weeks. So don't worry if we don't mention them all. Uh, but any that really jump out to you? We have to say Gunilla Passion, obviously. Maybe that is Toby's. Please, and, Toby, and Toby's waving his hand as well. We'll come to you in a second, Toby. <laughs> so Gunilla Persson is um, a TV uh, celebrity in Sweden. She's uh, been in loads of different TV productions, but maybe most famously in Swedish Housewives of Hollywood. And um, she's a big character. And uh, I was Googling her before. She's been a singer in Japan before. So maybe, you know, she's got an ace up her sleeve. I wasn't aware. Right. Um, but yeah, it should be super interesting to see what she brings to Melfest. Um, Tobe, please. Do. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> uh, but, um, I, I, I could, I could go on and talk about her forever. Uh, but, but, but that is probably the one of of the of the artists that I'm not expecting to be competing for victory. But, uh, but the one that I'm most excited to see what on earth she will bring to the stage, uh, how her performance will be, what the song will be like. Uh, and, a part, uh, and amongst the, one, uh, the ones that, that should be competing for victory, I am super excited to see what Danu Saucedo has up his sleeves this year. What do you think he's got up his sleeves this year, Toby? A winning song and maybe a contender for an eighth Eurovision win. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, he said it. He said it. I was wondering who would be the first to mention a potential eighth Swedish victory. Do you want to go into that a bit more detail or should we leave that for another week? It hasn't happened since the 90s that the same country won two years in a row. I doubt that it will happen this year. But if Danu's song is as good as people say, I think that he is the one to beat this year. This is often one of my favourite things to do, but is to uh, ask Toby if he has heard the song. Toby, <gasps> have your sources allowed you to hear the song? Uh, Danny's song? Yes. No, no, 
I haven't heard but, that. I, I, you've heard a different the, song. I, you've heard I, somebody I, else's. I, I, I might have heard uh, a song or two, but that is one of the songs that I haven't heard. So I am, I am super looking forward to to get to listen to it whenever I get to. I feel like we can get so much out, out of Toby. If we just keep pushing uh, and pressing, we yeah. might get something out of it. <laughs> no, I'll leave it there. Uh, Tina, uh, you are going to be warming up uh, for a new presenter as well. Tell us about the presenter of the, the main show that we've got this year. So we have the amazing Kalina Bai. Um, and it's fun because so Kalina has a history when it comes to Melody Festivalen. Uh, a few years back when a comedian, Bjorn Gustafsson, was the host, he sort of proclaimed his love for Karina. Um, while she was sitting in the audience, he made a song for her and everything. So, of course, I uh, there there is a lot of expectations about Bjorn making an appearance. I have um, sources saying that, yes, it will happen. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you, Toby. <laughs> Um, but uh, Karina is, I actually met her uh, a week ago um, at the office and uh, she's very excited. Uh, she's very happy about this project, about this uh, uh, assignment that she has. And uh, from, from the things that I do know about the show, I think that it will be lots and lots of fun. And especially in the first heat, because we also see a reunion of 18s, which I am so excited about. I shouted out straight. It was the first thing that I did. I shouted on the office when they said, oh, yeah, 18s are go- going to do a reunion at Melfest. Oh, amazing. I'm just so sad that they're not competing. They should be in <laughs> and competing. Uh, but, but I am equally super excited about that. Yes. I was waiting to see if somebody would mention 18s because I was going to in the next section. But given you have brought it up now, we'll quickly touch on it because I saw this announcement just like you. But my reaction was just... I must admit, forgive me, was who are 18s? <gasps> I, don't, I don't know if this is this a Swedish versus British thing or am I just totally in the wrong here? Should I know who they are? No, the thing is, they were never big in the UK. They were uh, they were big in Europe, especially Germany. Their first album was, was uh, just covers of ABBA songs, but then they made two other albums with original songs, and they were they were really really big. But you were so young then, James. <laughs> you were you were such a baby. Uh, so 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 that's probably why. Uh, and and I don't know why they never kind of hit it off in the UK. Uh, and finally, uh, before we pause for a moment, where are you excited to go? the most tina i think you'll be on the road to all the different cities toby i think you will be as well bella we might see you pop up here and there who knows you never uh, know. but which city are you most excited to go to because we're not going that far north actually so not a lot of traveling the the, the thing is i won't see anything of the city I, I, <laughs> I, I will go to my hotel and i will go in between the hotel and the arena and that's and the artist's hotel so that that's uh I won't know whether I'm in Vekre or Eskilstuna or Gothenburg or Malmö or or Karlstad or or Solna, where the final will be held. I think I'm I'm more excited about going to the smaller cities than the bigger ones. The bigger ones they usually have there there are events, there are things happening in town all the time. But with with the smaller cities and with this kind of a big production, with all the muscles that we actually have in Melfest, I think that there will be a lot more excitement, a lot more happiness, a lot more energy. So for me, it's Vekko, uh, Eskilstuna, Karlstad. It's the smaller cities that will I think will bring the most. Uh, 
will bring it the most from from audience perspectives at least bella tina toby stay right there i uh, will be back with your thoughts on semi-final number one right after this hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Your home for everything Melodifestivalen. This is Melfest Monday. Welcome back to Melfest Monday from us here at the Eurotrip. More from Bella, Toby and Tina very soon when we focus in on semi-final number one. Uh, it goes without saying, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, what are your thoughts on Melfest this year? Do get in touch. We are at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on TikTok as well at Eurotrip Podcast. You can send us an email, hello at EurotripPodcast.com uh, and you can read all of our exclusive stories on EurotripPodcast.com as well. Uh, if you would like to support what we are doing here on the podcast, you can do that you can head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash eurotrip podcast now then uh, i'll bring you my chat with adam from smash into pieces shortly but first time for a bit of fun as we resurrect the melfest monday hall of fame yes this was something we did uh, in the first couple of series of melfest monday but took uh, as some might say a welcome break last year but I am pleased to say that it is back. So each week, uh, Rob and I will battle it out to induct one song into our very own Hall of Fame. I know Melfest have got their Hall of Fame, but us here at Melfest Monday, we have our own. Uh, This year, to celebrate Eurovision's return to Sweden, we are going to each choose a Swedish Eurovision song. So not just a Melfest song, it has to have gone to Eurovision. So a Swedish Eurovision song based on each week's category. Then we'll pop our two candidates into a poll over on Twitter uh, where you can vote for your favourite. That poll will be up at some point on Monday, so on the episode release date. Uh, This week's category, drumroll please, is Best Swedish Language Song. Yes, we haven't had one of these in a while from Sweden. Uh, so we have to kind of rewind the clock a little bit. Uh, first of all, uh, I'll tell you mine in a moment. But actually, let's hear from Rob first uh, with his nominee. Hello, James. Hope you're good. It's Rob here. Remember me? You are doing a sterling job on this, the first episode of Melfest Monday for the new season. Very excited to be tuning in this year as a listener But obviously I will be popping up, chatting to some of the artists and also maybe I'll make a special appearance a bit later on in the series. But 
I will be here every week with my contribution to our Melfest Monday Hall of Fame. Now, from what I understand, we are doing Swedish entries at the Eurovision Song Contest this year on the Hall of Fame, so picking through different categories. And the first category, I think you've given us, is Best Swedish Language Song Performed at Eurovision. I know full well which song you're going to choose, so I'm going to pick, and I don't think this is cheating, a Eurovision winner. It's 40 years since they won the contest. They were referred to as, I'm pretty sure they were called the Harrys during the Luxembourg Song Contest over the weekend. But my contribution, my nominee for the Melfest Monday Hall of Fame today is the Harrys with Digaloo, Digalay. Now, I'm not saying he's cheating, but <laughs> uh, it's definitely a bold statement to choose a Eurovision winner. Maybe it will be difficult for me uh, to put up with that, to put up a fight, uh, shall I say. But I will do my best, uh, because for mine, I'm going to rewind the clock a little bit further than his. Uh, so his was 1984, but five years earlier, 1979, uh, this is Ted Yerdestad with Satellite. Yeah, I fell in love with this song uh, in... 2021, the summer of, uh, when I chatted to Pedro Merda, the host, of course, of Eurovision 2013 and 2016. I've probably told this story more times than I care to mention, but she mentioned that this was one of her favourite songs, and at the time, I'd never heard of it, and yet, since I've listened to it, I've just fallen in love with it, uh, and hopefully, you love it more than Rob's suggestion. I appreciate, given he's not on the podcast <laughs> on Mondays, he can't do a pitch, but given I have pitched it to you, that uh, not only is it one of my favourite Eurovision songs, but it is also uh, one of Petra Merda's favourite Eurovision songs. Hopefully that, that gets you on side. Uh, so we will pop those into a poll on our Twitter, at Eurotrip Podcast, at some point on Monday. So the release date of this episode, uh, and you will have a few days or so to cast your vote. So it's either going to be Diggy Loo Diggy Lay or Satellite. Choose your favourite. The poll is over on our Twitter at Eurotrip Podcast. Your home for everything Melodifestivalen. This is Melfest Monday. Now it is time to turn our attentions to semi-final number one. Uh, as you're listening to this, if you are an avid listener, if you were keen and up at the crack of dawn on Monday, it is just five days away. The first semi-final of Melfest uh, hits our screens on Saturday evening 7 p.m uk time 8 p.m in sweden very very exciting and before i welcome toby and tina and bella back uh, to go through all the runners and riders i thought we should hear from one of them uh in a conversation i had uh, about a week or so ago uh, so this is adam from smash into pieces now Smash Into Pieces, if you're a Melfest fan, is, is probably a name you recognise. Uh, you just have to cast your mind back 12 months to when they made their debut in Melody Festival and with uh, their first song, 
or their first song in Melfest, rather, Six Feet Under. Uh, it came in third place in the grand final, and it was certainly uh, a, a welcome into Melfest uh, like no other. So I sat down with Adam, uh, the lead singer of the band, a week or so ago to find out more about why they're back, more about that songwriting process, and just how much he loves inspiring some of the younger generation and the next generation of musicians. So this is what happened when I caught up with Adam from Smash Into Pieces. Adam from Smash Into Pieces, welcome to Melfest Monday. How are you? Um, I'm fine. I'm in the middle of uh, uh, moving to another place from my apartment to a house. So it's a little chaotic right now and it's mellow at the same time. And uh, new album coming soon. And yeah, it's everything at the same time. So... And I think you're expecting a baby in the summer as well, aren't you? I think that's something else to look forward to. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's, it's going to be cool to be. Uh, uh, it's going to be cool to be dad again. Congratulations, and also congratulations on getting back into Melfest after the debut last year. How does it feel to be back? Uh, yeah, it feels great. I mean, we had so much fun last time we were in the competition, and with rock music, also by the way. So. That's kind of cool, you know. We didn't really expect a lot, and uh, to to come at third place, it's it's amazing. So it's it's going to be a good thing to come back and uh, hopefully do even better. When did you decide you wanted to come back? Was it as soon as you'd stepped off the stage last year? You thought we want to come back straight away. First of all, we, uh, you know, this year has been crazy for us. You know, usually we are a really hardworking touring band. Then this thing suddenly came from nowhere to be a part of Melody Festival in last year. And uh, I guess it went so well. I guess the people at the show wanted us back because, it, you know, we became third. And uh, we wanted to have the song. We don't want to compete in a competition like this with a song that we really don't believe in. So we had some couple of song ideas, but nothing really felt like a mellow song for us or at least like a decent song to to do a comeback with. And then uh, we kind of wrote this one. I remember I was so fucking tired when we when we uh, wrote this song and recorded it because the funny thing was I live part-time in Stockholm. We have apartments here in Nürburu and, and one in Stockholm. And we we were there for for some studio sessions with our one of our producers, Dino Ahmed and Hotsik. And uh, all of a sudden, I got like a call from, or we got a call from um, the songwriting team that did the Six Feet Under, and they were like, we think we have a song for you. We uh, we obviously felt that it was a cool thing that they contacted us. And um, yeah, we went there, like after the super late session with Dino, went directly to the next studio session, and we went there. We were there for like the whole night. And this song come, came along. So, yeah, then we, after that, we felt like, okay, this is the song, you know. So we were quite a bit late to send it in, actually. I'm glad you submitted it on time. It's like submitting your <laughs> homework really late at school. Were you always doing that at school as well, were you? Yeah, well, I always did, like, the homework the day before. I, I waited a week, <laughs> and then I did it, like, the last hour for bedtime. So, 
It works, obviously. Speaking of the speaking of the songwriting team, uh, Callum, who writes all of our stuff on on our website, was chatting to Joy Deb the mm. other day, and I don't know if you know this, but Joy said that loads of songwriters wanted to work with you and wanted to write a song for you for Melfest. Did you know that? Did you know you were in high demand this year? I really didn't know that, but that's real nice info um, to know that. Um, well, I mean, this whole trip has been crazy for us. You know, we, as I said before, we didn't really, we didn't really, uh, we didn't really expect anything and we got everything. So we're really blessed and thankful and yeah. Tell us what you're allowed to tell us about the song. Heroes Are Calling is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, who, are, who are the heroes? <laughs> the things inside of us all. The voice inside yourself. It's the true hero. We have this um, quote in our band called, I mean, it's, it stands for anything standing between us and our dreams, we smash into pieces. And that's been the whole mentality of the band since 15 years back. And, uh, you know, we didn't really start with, and we, we started with nothing and we built ourselves up and we uh, been struggling and struggling and like worked so hard every year. And we managed to get a little success and then like, you know, two steps back and three steps forward, two steps back. The whole mentality in Smash has been always to stick together, work for your dreams. If there's anything standing between us and our dreams, we just smash it into pieces. And that can be uh, a good thing to take with you as a person as well. You know, if, if you ask yourself, if you ask yourself a question, you have the answer right away. If you ask, if you ask yourself, you know, and that's the true hero inside of us all. Before you mentioned how last year you took rock music to to Melfest and obviously performed so well with the with the public and the juries. How important is it for you personally to be able to bring that genre to the stage, to the screens, and for people to love it and vote for it? When I was a kid in 2000, I guess it was, when Lordi did the, you know, the thing with rock music, like they were the first ones to do real rock in 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 that kind of format, and then kind of the rock came, you know, it it was hype for a while, and then it came, it um, disappeared. So it's it's kind of cool to see that bands that I never would believe would, you know. Being this competition has, you know, we have opened up the door, some kind of doors, you know, and uh, it's a cool thing to be uh, the one who can inspire other bands to compete. And uh, I really think they should, you know, it's a really good platform if you believe in the song and if you have have a really like clear vision of what you want to bring in that kind of format. It's uh, and, and if it's genuine and everything. It's a really good thing to be there. I wonder if you've inspired other artists as well, because uh, later in the competition, Jay Smith is going to be performing, who was a, an Idol winner. And I think you did a song with him as well uh, yeah. called Boomerang a few years ago. It's pretty cool that he's in the competition uh, as a debutante this year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's a great, great guy and a great singer. I'm, I'm really, I really look up to him as a singer. He's really true to his, to his art. So, yeah, he's a great guy. And it was a pleasure to have him on the song Boomerang because when I saw him doing this 
idol thing back in 2010 when he he won the whole thing in Sweden. I was a, like a fan. It was like a fanboy moment for me to to have him on my <laughs> song, you know. So and now we are great friends, and uh, yeah, hopefully we're gonna meet in the finals. Speaking of the finals, by the way, uh, you as a band had a, a a tour date the day before the Melfest final. Have you managed to reschedule that? Because that would have been an awkward timing. Have you rescheduled it yet? Well, we had the same problem last year, and we, uh, I guess, we we solved the problem. I mean, we have a great team. <laughs> I they, they had some headache last year when we did uh, did good in mellow and stuff like that. So it's not really ideal for for <laughs> for many reasons to to go to the finals. But uh, if that's what we're talking about, um, to go to the finals and uh, for our team, so to speak. So, but uh, we will manage it. Can you go one better this year? Of course, third place last year. Can you get second or or the win this year? I will try my best to win for you, Gigs. <laughs> <laughs> means a lot. Means a lot. What, and and uh, what would it mean to you to to win if it was going? to I don't know, man. I mean, it's after this whole mellow thing. We noticed even outside Sweden that we had gained popularity. You know, so. If we're gonna win this, I guess there will be like arena tours or small, you know, small arenas like eight thousand capacity venues. That would be great. It's um, and it would be also really mind blowing to be a part of a thing like that. You know, childhood dream coming true. I guess I can tell how much it would mean to you. So, Adam, thanks for your time and uh, very best of luck. For, for Melfest this year. It's been a while since I talked English, so I hope I did great. Hey, you nailed the English. Much better than my Swedish. <laughs> well, thank you. So a big thanks to Adam from Smash Into Pieces for joining us here on Melfest Monday. We'll be chatting to some more of the class of Melfest 2024 over the next few weeks. But let's focus in on semi-final number one. Uh, Toby, Bella and Tina are back with us. And Tina, giving us your debut, as we keep saying, you can take us through the running order for this first semi-final. Okay, so we have Adam Woods, Supernatural. Samir och Victor, Hela världen väntar. Melina Borilove, Min Melodi. Elisa Lindström, Forever Yours. Lisa Ajax, Awful Liar. Smash into pieces, Heroes are Calling. Round of applause for Tina. She did very, very well. <laughs> That's your audition tape to do it for, for TV for, for next year. I can uh, I can see it coming. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, we'll try and chat about each of them in turn. Uh, so we'll start with Adam Woods. He's making his return after a, a fourth place finish uh, with Ark North and Jan-Henrik Fjallgren last year. Uh, Bella, were you surprised to see him come back as a soloist this year? No, I was happy to see him come back. Um, they, as you say, did very well last year. And I was just uh, checking out his Instagram before uh, this call. And I didn't realize what, an am- like, I knew he could sing well, but like an amazing voice he has. Uh, he's, had, he's got some clips on there. So it should be really interesting to see what he does now that he's back on his own. I know he's also a music producer and he sort of makes sort of dance music. I know one of his influences is Swedish House Mafia. So it should be really interesting to see what he gets up to on, on his own. But um, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm excited. Not surprised at all. I think this was kind of uh, the first artist 
uh, from last year that 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 uh, I felt and a lot of people felt that he's going to come back this year uh, for sure uh, because he made such an impact last year. Mm. Uh, and what what do you think we will expect, Toby? Because he's opening the show. He's the first song we see. He sort of he has to bring something quite big just to capture everybody's attention at home, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely. And and if it is an EDM upbeat song, that's uh, that's going to be right uh, right up his sleeve and it's going to be a great party starter. So I think he's going to do well. Given neither of you mentioned that you were surprised to see him come back, perhaps a surprise that we are seeing Sammy and Victor get back together. Because what is it now, five years since they were last in the competition? Yeah, exactly, and and they um uh, they also kind of broke up or or decided not to um Samir at least didn't want to continue as an artist. He's uh, been working as a um a real estate agent um because he wanted to leave the uh, uh, the showbiz industry for a while. Uh, so so this this comeback is surprising, but it's also something that a lot of people are looking forward to, including me. Bella, let's turn to Melina then, because this is our one and only debutante, I think, in the first semi-final. Um, so for for me and for perhaps for a lot of listeners outside of Sweden, a totally new name to us. And I'll be honest, for me as well, actually, um, I was um, look, looking her up before and uh, she makes sort of very sweet uh, Swedish traditional pop music, you might say. Um, and uh, one of her songs that she's um created this it translates to the christening song so it's sort of um you get the vibe it's sweet it's uh swedish and, and um yeah I, I i i don't know what more to expect actually um it's she's an open book for me uh which is always nice tina is this somebody that you have played on any of your shows at all no, we have not played Melina at at least not on P3 uh, so far, but who knows, maybe after this. Come on then, Toby, you have to come and rescue it. Do, what do you know about Melina? Have you got any inside gossip at all? No, as, as both uh, Tina and Bella mentioned uh, earlier, uh, there are quite a lot of, of newcomers in Melody Festival and that I'm really looking forward to, uh, to hear because, uh, because there might be a new uh, a new superstar amongst them and perhaps melina is one of those uh, those people that that will you know make a great success but I, I i know very little about her but i'm looking forward to see whether min melody is that kind of it's uh, it, um, i have the feeling that it's going to be this sweet and kind of innocent like song so so i i'm i'm very much looking forward to just see what she can bring into the competition this is very exciting. I don't think we've ever had an artist on Melfest before, at least in the four years we've done Melfest Monday, where not a lot is actually known. So I feel like we're all kind of going into the unknown, aren't we? That's what's exciting as well. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, that's three done. We've got three more to go. Uh, Elisa Lindstrom uh, has done Melfest twice before. She's never qualified at the final in those two attempts, but with two very different songs. So in 2014, I guess it was more of a uh, a Schlager song. She came back in 2021 with a really big ballad. Toby, I know you don't like it. I always remember this. You don't like it when artists change up their genres so much when they do Mouthfest time and time again. What do you want her to bring for with her song this year? Uh, I know that she is the one bringing 
uh, Schlager pop into Melfest this year. And uh, I haven't heard this song, but I've heard about it, that it's this is the Schlager pop song of the year. Uh, um, there, aren't, uh, there aren't any other in this genre, in the competition, as far as I know. And I'm looking forward to see, uh, because people love her out, in the, uh, out and about in the country, uh, but she hasn't really um, put a mark when she's been in Melfest before. So I, I hope this might be the time she actually steps out and, and get that, uh, get, gets that hit. I hope she brings a trumpet. A trumpet? <laughs> she plays the trumpet. Oh, oh I, didn't know. I, I just thought that was just a totally random comment, but it makes no, sense. She can no, play no, the she trumpet. plays a trumpet. Yeah, so Schlager with trumpet. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. Are, are, are you volunteering to play a, some, a, a trombone in the background or anything, Bella? Or are you <laughs> are you not a trained musician? Um, sure. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not Tina, trained, Toby, but, uh... can either of you two play any instruments? Are you volunteering to join her on stage? Uh, I, I, if I didn't have my presenter's job, I'd, I do. I could be the choir. I can put a, a, a good sort of. Um, harmony on on singing that's what actually that's what i do in the shower so maybe i could could do it on the stage i don't know (laughs) i keep all my singing and instruments in the shower and it will never (laughs) ever exit that place (laughs) i think that is possibly good news for us all uh lisa ajax uh is back for uh the james did, yeah. did you just introduce an intrusive r in between the lisa and the ajax there i did think I? you did yes in that in that lovely british way i absolutely <laughs> loved hearing that lisa ajax uh, uh, it, it, it sounded it sounded so british and i love it i just want to say that I am learning Swedish on my Duolingo at the moment and clearly have not got the accent nailed down. So forgive me. Maybe next year I will have improved. But uh, Lisa Ajax. Yeah, I said it again. Forgive me. Uh, She's back for the sixth time, uh, which seems like so many in such a short period of time. I feel like we've got loads of Lisa Ajax over the last few years. Uh, But the last time we saw her, she was part of a duo, wasn't she, Bella? But she's now back as a soloist, like we've seen her more often than not. Yes, and she's back singing in English as well. Um, and uh, obviously last time she didn't qualify for the final, so it should be interesting to see if she does it this time. Um, also, interesting fact, which is apparently what I'm bringing t- uh, today, is that <laughs> she's actually pregnant and she's having a little little girl in June. So if she's our uh, song for Eurovision, that could get interesting uh, there, yeah. Interesting is the, definitely the right word for that, yeah. Uh, Tina, what do you think we could expect from Lisa this year? She's, um, as I mentioned, it's going to be her sixth time in the competition. Each of those times where she's been a soloist, she's made it to the final. When she did it as a duet a couple of years ago, she didn't. Do you reckon people are going to expect Lisa to get to the final this year? I mean, having... Having done it already for six times, obviously she should have um, enough experience to be able to know what is needed and um, to be able to also level up her capacity in the competition. Um, but as usual, it also always, of course, depends on all the other competitors as well, the other songs, the other shows. Um, but as I wish her all the best. Lisa is one of these artists that people might be a little bit tired of her 
in Malfest, feeling that, oh, okay, she's back again. It's the sixth time. Uh, but it all comes down to, does she have a song that stands out? And from what I've heard, she does have a quite, quite a strong song. And uh, I, I think she will do well in the competition. But if the song is not, if it doesn't stand out uh, well enough, it might be that people are kind of like with Mariette last year. You feel that, oh, she's been in it, but, but she, you, you, you're kind of, she's like, eh. Uh, and and you, there might be that feeling among the audience here as well. But at the same time, she's such a great singer. So I really hope that she can, she can kind of um, just kick some, some haters' butts <laughs> and and actually prove herself to be the star that she has the potential to be. I love Lisa. And uh, she also has a great uh, songwriting team this year, including uh, Eurovision uh, act. Victor Krone is uh, one of the songwriters. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to hear, Tobit, that you've heard about the song being uh, a bop. Uh, can't wait to hear it. We love our bops, don't we? We love our bops. <laughs> Uh, you can't tell us much about the song, Toby, I guess. Can you at least... Well, no, I'm going to say you can tell us something. Can you sort of skirt around the edges and give us a little bit of something? Lisa has a great voice and she gets the opportunity to use that. Uh, but it's not a ballad. It's more of a, it's more of a mid-tempo, up-tempo uh, pop song, but perfectly... Uh, manufactured around her voice i'd say mm. so mm. i'm really looking forward to this actually and I i'm am, not i i like lisa she she she's super cute but i'm not a lisa ix fan but i'm looking forward to seeing this on stage as am i now that you've said all that very very exciting not long to wait and uh let's wrap it up then with smash into pieces i'm going to come straight to bella first of all uh because she says she's got all the facts she's got all the interesting facts for us this year but also, I know that Bella is a huge rock and metal fan. Bella, take it away. The stage is yours. What do you want to say? Right. So uh, I'm very excited, as are all the children of Sweden. Uh, Smash Into Pieces are huge among the, the kids of Sweden. Uh, not least my boyfriend's niece, four years old. She, that's all she plays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, they did super well last year. Uh, came third with six feet under and um, yeah I think they because I, I remember speaking to them uh, last year I had the commentary and saying oh you guys you know you might be a dark horse and uh, I think you'll do really well or you know speaking with them just to send get a sense of what they thought and they just shook their heads and thought no 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 that's not gonna happen <laughs> like they just did not think that they would do that well um, so I think they surprised themselves last year a little bit. Um, they had to cancel a gig, did they not? They had to cancel one of their gigs when they actually went mm. to the finals. So they hadn't even planned to go to the finals uh, and had a tour planned. So they had to sort of shuffle everything up last year. And it seems like they've done that this year as well. I, I was just chatting to Adam and I said, looks like you've got to do that again. He says it's in the, in the perfectly capable hands of their management team. So hopefully if you've bought a ticket to go and see them later this year, it may well have been rescheduled. So, so, so make sure you go and have a look. Uh, Tina, are you excited to see them back? As Bella mentioned, they came close to winning last year uh, and back again this year. Same writing team as well. Well, I think that... Uh... 
with them and also with Marcus and Martinez, with, with every single act that's been in the competition the previous year, the stakes are much higher. Um, and that that can be a good thing, but it can also be quite daunting, I, I, I believe, for the artists themselves. But also as as for the audience, they expect something more. So it's it's really up to them now to, to uh, show if they have managed to level up since the last year or not. And that goes for everyone that's done that's been, you know, a part of the show the the previous year and are coming back. I think it's it sometimes it might be a good thing to have a, a longer pause, but then again, this is Mello, um you and there's a lot of excitement. So it, there's good things and there's good sides and there are bad sides in, in any type of st- strategy that you have. Um, but of course, uh, the expectations will be higher on on everyone who's been in the competition last year and come back this year. I'd say that together with Adam Woods, Smash Into Pieces are the returning artists from last year who I expected the most to return because they they came third, uh, but they also had a huge hit. It's the second most streamed song from last year's Melfest, the uh, Six Feet Six Feet Under. It has ten million more streams than Marcus and Martinez, uh, but. I don't think that they will, for them to return this year with another great rock song, which I've heard, I haven't heard the song, but I've heard that it is another great rock song. Uh, I, I don't think that they are risking anything. They will do their genre justice. And that's what's important. Uh, for Marcus and Martinez, who we will see later in the competition, they are risking and uh, entering Malfest again because they are only in it to win it. For Smash Into Pieces, they uh, they of course of course they want to win, but they are in it also to kind of get a new song out in their genre and uh, with that be able to do another world or European tour. Uh, and and that's basically it. Bella, we, we've wrapped up all the songs there now. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? What is there anything you're really excited to see or is it just the joy of the return of mellow in a few days time that is getting you through the week it, it is that and i'm also so excited that tina's going to be in it this year <laughs> i do me i was me so too. happy when i found out she's the best honestly everyone listening now you'll love tina she is amazing um yeah so i'm, I'm very much looking forward you're to too kind you're and, too and the, the thing is i i you and i've never met tina but i am also so much looking forward to see you in the show this year Thank you so much. We're going to have lots of fun, I, I believe, these upcoming you weeks. You bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tina, for, for people who are listening, do you want to give a shout out to where people can can see your show this year? So the Fur Fest and After Fest will be on SVT Play. We will also have the Fur Fest on TikTok and YouTube as well for everyone to enjoy. Um, if I know that I have a lot of international viewers, I will, of course, do my best to bring out the English the English <laughs> in the interviews as well. <laughs> and, and this is going to be right before the show and right after the show, is that right? That's correct, yes. And and James, do you know what? I'm so jealous of Tina because she will steal all the winner interviews before <laughs> Aftonbladet gets the chance. This makes me a little bit upset, but I will accept it. Listen, if you correct your attitude, my love, then I will make sure that they will come to you straight after me. I am sharing is caring, and I do share. I just need to be first, and then I'll make sure they come to you and bless them. 
Thank you, darling. <laughs> Toby, you get enough exclusives as it is. So Tina is more than welcome to get a few exclusives before you, surely. <laughs> uh, you three, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, and wherever you are, uh, well, both of you two will be uh, in in Malmö. Bella, are you watching from home? Do you know where you're going to be yet? We will see. Exciting. Hmm, maybe she's got something planned. We'll have to see. Well, wherever you all are, enjoy the show on Saturday and hopefully we can catch up with you all again uh, during the series. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. I'll say it again. A huge thanks to Bella and Tina and Toby for joining us on the first episode of the series of Melfest Monday. A huge thanks to you as well for listening and tuning in. Uh, Don't forget you can get in touch with me and let me know your thoughts on Mellow this year. Uh, We are at YouTube Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. You can email us as well, hello at YouTubePodcast.com. You can head over to eurotrippodcast.com itself to read all of our exclusive stories and you can support what we do on the podcast over on buymeacoffee.com forward slash eurotrippodcast. Well, wasn't that fun? Lovely to be chatting all things Melody Festival and yet again. Uh, It won't be the only time, of course. I'll be back with you in seven days' time to look back at semi-final number one and look ahead to semi-final number two. Plenty of artists will be on the podcast next week uh, as we look ahead to semi-final number two. Uh, But whatever you're doing, enjoy the first semi-final of Melfest. Don't forget you can tune in uh, to Tina's show as well. It'll be on SVT Play, on TikTok and YouTube, half an hour before the first semi-final is on our TV screens. Make sure you go and give her some love. Uh, It'll be exciting to see what she does on that show. And also, don't forget, that's not it for the Eurotrip this week. No, no, no. We will be back with you on Wednesday for our regular episode of the Eurotrip rounding up everything that's been happening in the last seven days in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and then looking ahead uh, to what's to come because it is hotting up. It is a busy national final season. Uh, So, for the first time of this series of Melfest Monday, uh, from me, James, thank you very much. Goodbye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.